things that bump in the night. Things that creep us out. Voices from another realm. The figures that move out of the corner of your eye. That odd light in the sky. All right, everybody, welcome back to It Came From Amity. And today, we're going to be talking about D.B. Cooper. A hoax? Was it a hoax? Well, I mean... Or a conspiracy? D.B. Cooper actually happened. So it's not a hoax. It's not a no. hoax. It's a conspiracy. No, it's it's actual fact that yeah, but, it happened. But there's Nobody, conspiracies surrounding it. Right. Yeah, there's yeah. conspiracy because no one knows who he was working for, what he was doing. If he was working for anybody. Yeah, I mean, because some people try to say he was linked with the mob, but there's, how would you know? Maybe you didn't he was, know who he really was. Maybe he had a hit out on him, and the only way to pay that hit off was to do something like this. Maybe. He would never get that amount of money, you know, without it. Yeah, could be. Pretty extreme. I think he just used all that money to change his identity and go to Argentina. Well, problem, let's, let's get into solved. what happened first <laughs> before we make assumptions. Right. Chris, go, or Casey, go ahead. <laughs> so, okay, so D.B. Cooper, he hijacked an airliner back in 1971. Okay, hijacked it, and he had like I think it was like a duffel bag just or briefcase full of money, full of money. And Do you know anything about this guy? Like who he was before? No, nobody. No does. background. Or there anything? is. I mean, that's one of the biggest mysteries of knowing who he actually was. So that probably wasn't even his real name then. No, because like on like the uh, pastor manifest, he's listed as DB Cooper or Dan Cooper. Yeah. But that's it. But there's nothing actually tying. This individual who they like, because they did like a bunch of sketches on the guy it from this very sort He does. Yeah. Because I mean, not that normal sketch, like modern sketch artistry isn't already creepy enough. Right. Sketch artistry from the 1970s is even somewhat creepier. And how mm-hmm. you manage to do that, I will never know. Right. So they take this description of him and they add it to, you know, the pastor manifest and they try to figure out who he is, but there's nothing tying to any actual Dan Cooper. So that matches anything. And of course, in the 70s, it's not like it is now, but still, you have this. You could smoke on airplanes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, back then you could smoke on airplanes. And, oxygen. You know, that's the big difference. Oxygen yeah, filled now and the airplanes. 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And, and they, they say the food was actually better, too. And the stewardesses were no pretty relaxed. Yeah. You could get away with a lot more, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to wear my seatbelt. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to wear this. Hey, want to join the Mile High Club? If we die, we die. So apparently, it was a Boeing 727. That was, and the incident happened somewhere between the, the airspace of Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington, on the afternoon of Wednesday, November twenty fourth, nineteen seventy one. That's the that's the timeline, and that's the that's the spot. So he gets a parachute, and he actually jumps out of the aircraft in flight, and he lands in the woods. And that much we know because FBI investigators and other law enforcement investigators who were coming the area found like. Like money all over was the place. Was this the woods of like Washington? It was like it in was that like area, Northwest, yeah. Pacific it? Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Which my my big question is, why would you take a flight from Oregon to Washington? Like us because you knew you were going like, to hijack we it. We don't fly. No. For if, if it's under sixteen hours, we're driving. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just flying from unless Oregon. it's a quick day business trip. Like I got to yeah. go meet here real quick. Yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. I mean, I I. 
Yeah, I mean, I, that might I be why the plane wasn't that full, though. I mean, it was wasn't it a pretty empty plane? plane or, or no, right? Seven twenty-seven. Yeah. So yeah, there wasn't a lot of people on it, though. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It's weird because, like, it says here that he extorted two hundred thousand dollars in ransom, and parachuted to an uncertain fate. And despite an extensive manhunt and a protracted FBI investigation, the perpetrator was never been located or identified. I think he got sucked into the freaking... It remains the only unsolved case of air piracy in commercial aviation history. I think he, he jumped out, had this plan, he got sucked into the blades. No, because like a duck flying into one of those things would completely render it useless. Yeah, 727, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, if birds get caught in that, it's toast. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not good. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's not good at all. And that's the thing is that, yeah, I mean, it's not like the movies where they just go through there and just, and then it's, you know, they just basically just like it's like a, a cheese a meat grinder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it wrecks it that It bounces engine. off those propellers. How come more it? planes aren't crashing then? Because they don't hit birds. Well, that's why they fly at a certain altitude. <laughs> I hit a bird with my drone once. <laughs> well, yeah, but your drone's air, not. Airplanes a mile and a half above. Oh, that's true. Birds don't fly that high. Not typically. Yeah. I think there's only like a certain species. It's like a condor and eagle right. that flies that high. And it, and that's like in Asia and India. It's, it's not around here. So yeah, that's typically why they get that high is they get above the birds. Right. Every time an airliner gets in trouble with birds, it's usually when they're taking off or landing. I just think um, D.B. Cooper had this well planned out and I, I believe that he was forced to do it kind of like the guy who had the bomb around his neck something like that yeah. the mob yep could have been the cartel who knows in oregon up in through 70s? california you know <laughs> i don't know the cartel's been around for a while though yeah but i don't think they would have been able to reach oregon i don't in know the 70s at least not no in idea. that sense. I mean, I'm sure their drugs made it to Oregon. Well, but. I mean, unless he owed the cartel and then he found out about this flight that's going to be carrying this and this is going to be easy to hijack, I'll fly up here and get it, get the money and bring it back down to Mexico. It is an odd thing because, like, there was actually a, what was it, here a few months ago. I think it was a few months ago. There was a man in California who claimed, or his family claimed that he was D.B. Cooper. Yeah. And but there's there was absolutely no evidence that's been produced so far to to actually make that claim. Yeah, you know, factual. They made a movie about it too. I can't remember the name of it. Without four a, guys without a paddle. No, well, <laughs> it's similar, but four guys. I think Billy Bob Thornton's in it. But four guys find a treasure. It's like DB Cooper's treasure, and they keep. Obviously, four guys know a secret. One of them kills one, and then the you know, I can't remember the name. But Simple Plan. That's what it's called. About that. Great band. Yeah. That's, I think that's where the band got their name. Could but, be. Yeah. What, what's your theory on Mr. Douchebag Cooper? Honestly, I think overall, I would have to say my theory is he was just someone that meant to make some money. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, more power to him, dude. If he got away with it, like, yeah. It, that's pretty awesome. He didn't hurt anybody. It's weird because, like, so. Like, you know, the FBI, back then, profiling was kind of in its infancy as, like, right. you know, way to solve crime. And <clears throat> they were profiling what they knew based on what he was saying to passengers and stuff. And they think he might have been an Air Force veteran because he was actually able to identify the city from the sky. And he knew how to, like, parachute and yeah. jump. and So this yeah. guy, they believe, he, even if he wasn't an Air Force veteran, he was definitely some kind of veteran who was able to, you know, he knew how to parachute. He knew... This, the the city from the sky. He's like, okay, I know I'm over this point, and this is before GPS. Mm-hmm. 
So he's like, I know exactly where I am, and he parachutes out. I think it was probably Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte was the one. In 71. Yeah, he would have been around. He was acting in 71. Yeah, he doesn't exactly match the description I know. that we're given. I just like Nick Nolte. Definitely doesn't look like the sketches. No. No. Because <laughs> like, you don't get much creepier than, than Let me see him. Cooper. Let me see it real quick. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Tommy Lee Jones, man. And the picture on the right? Oh, yeah, that's the aged one. Holy crap. I, and I think that's where they kind of get why that old man, like, they, that's what I think. Oh, he's deep because yeah. he's, you know, from the age sketch. He looks like this the sketch. This is what we're guessing he'll look like in 40 years. I could name five people off the top of my hand that look <laughs> like that sketch right now. You can't go by those. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. Like, like there's so many, like, theories about what he was. Like, some people think he was, like, a thrill seeker just to prove it could be done. Like, that was one <laughs> That's theory. That's a big like, risk, though. I mean, 71, I God. mean, you know, this is, like, the age of, like, evil Knievel and whatnot. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like... You just you literally extorted two hundred thousand dollars. Hijacked a plane. Money. Hijacked a plane. It's a federal offense, <laughs> for right. sure. And then you parachuted. If you want to, I mean, you could. I mean, there's services that do that. You know, hammer. Right. But I guess you don't get two hundred thousand. You don't get the thrill of the steal, though. That's true. Yep. So I mean, yeah, I mean, and just like Chris said, I mean, it's it's very possible that he did all this. And then basically, I mean, because in 1971, $200,000 is a lot of money. Was this before they tracked money, too? Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't have had tracks in it. I mean, the only way that you could attract money back then was by the serial numbers. And they probably didn't even... And you'd have to wait for it to get spent. Mm -hmm. That's all. the only way they could catch him is if he spent the money I think they still had ink packs, but I think they had ink packs in, but I mean... He would have known... If he was an Air Force guy and planned all this out, he would have known to look for an ink pack. He wouldn't have just... Oh, no! Yeah, I I, I just... Yeah, I, I... I mean, the guy definitely knew what he was doing. Right. But, I mean, there's so many theories. And like I said, I mean, the guy managed to serve by this alias throughout the whole plan. And it's not... Um, and he picked something that wasn't going to trace back to him. $200,000 is a lot of money, but it's not enough money to suggest that the government was involved because, like, who cares about $200,000? Yeah, that's, that's pocket change. For the yeah, government. for the yeah. government. No. That plane alone was probably worth... Fourteen million dollars, you know, compared to even back then, yeah. Back then, yeah. Two hundred thousand dollars in nineteen seventy one is equal to one million two hundred forty thousand dollars in twenty. It's still not cash. enough for a government cover up, no. though. No, no. So that's ruled out. Well, I mean, if it was, I mean, someone like uh, Al Sharpton would be in a lot of trouble. This, yeah. <laughs> this is more. This is. This speaks more of like a mob job to me. Especially with that amount of money. I personally think... I think it was just a personal thing. Yeah. A personal or a mob thing. No government ties, though. Because if it was the mob, I mean, they wouldn't... To do $200,000 to the mob, they wouldn't have made it... Especially in 71, they were all about hush-hush. That's really high profile. The mob probably would have killed him as soon as he got on the ground. I mean, because that's way too much attention. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think this is kind of like one of those things where... They'll never see it missing. I'm going to jump out of a plane. and Yeah, I mean, the guy, he picks an alias that no one can trace back at all. Right. He disguises himself. He's, you know, he manages to extort, you know, the airline for 200 grand. Right. Successfully. I think there was like, with crew and passengers involved, it was like 45 or 46 people. So, I mean, it's a small, small, you know, amount of people on this this jetliner. This guy planned the perfect heist. Mm Mm-hmm. But on the landing, it's obvious that it didn't go as planned because investigators were able to find, you know, a yeah. lot of that money on the banks of the by the river. Like it just the bag busted and it just kind of yeah fizzled I mean, out everywhere. It, it could be that on his descent, some of it he hit a rock came out. You know, it's 
trees, yeah. probably. He hit a bird. Because he, yeah, he landed yeah. in the woods. I mean, so this. Bigfoot got him, dude. DB versus Bigfoot. There's a movie, DB Cooper versus Bigfoot. Hit sci fi next week. I recommend you check it out. <laughs> it's, it's an amazing piece of cinema. Yeah, There's it, also the. Uh, who was it? Suburban Sasquatch? No. Um, the present. FDR versus. FDR versus Bigfoot, right? Werewolf. Werewolves, yeah. yeah. Was that because Lincoln versus vampires did it's, such yeah, so good? Yeah, yeah, it's bad. I can't imagine. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> DB Cooper. It's been what fifty years now. Seventy-one. Yeah. So it's still unsolved. I mean, I mean, the closest the they have is out. this family saying that my dad was DB Cooper. You're gonna have that with everything. Yeah. You know, you've got families that say their granddad was Hitler. I would. You know, I would want. I mean, if I was this family, if I really wanted to sit after the man's dead. Right. Okay, because statute of limitations on this has been up for a while. Yeah. So my thing is, if this man, you're going to wait till after the man dies, and you're going to say, my dad's, you know, my grandpa, whatever, is D.B. Cooper. Yeah. Initially, you know, you know the first thing you're going to do, okay, we want evidence. They might not even know who their grand, or who he was. They might just be saying that because it's a cash grab. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how you're going to get money from it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you convince enough people, they'll put you on USA Today. Yeah. And, or yeah. just write a book. Yeah. I wrote yeah. a book. Get a book deal. You know, right. you get, get to go on the talk show circuit. You know, whatever. Because mm-hmm. that's still a thing. I mean, he was in his 30s in that sketch. Chances are he's long dead by now. Well, like I said, 50 I mean, yeah. years later. I mean, going by the theory that that the man that passed away a couple months ago was D.B. Cooper, then, then yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, he, he, or he could have died. He could have hit a tree and died on his way down. Well, that's the thing is they never able to find a body. What if the, what if, the, what if something picked, a, picked him apart and ate him? He's hanging from a tree and a, I don't know. I don't know. They'd have found bones or something. Yeah, if, if a bear got to him. Yeah. I mean, there's something. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even in the seventies, I mean, I'm just theorizing here. Yeah. There, I, I think he got away. Mountain and lions. I I think he got away, and I think he was able to change his identity because in the seventies that wouldn't have been a hard thing to do. He got away, but he just spilt a little here and there, you know, on yeah. accident. Well, I mean, Make it look like he died. I, That's what I would do. We'll see. They think that that might have been part of it. Yeah. Is they think that he allowed some of the money to be dispersed right. there. Mm-hmm. That way, it rip part like of your shirt off and hang it on the tree. They did find they did find other things like clothing. Yeah, on like around the area, so they that that matched the clothing that he was wearing on the liner. They never found the actual backpack that had the and stuff. They, in yeah, it. they didn't find the sack of money. They didn't find a body. So they were like, "Oh, well, maybe." And just like you said, well, maybe wildlife got a hold of him, and it's like, I don't know. I don't well, buy that. If he's Air Force Two, the money, right? If he's Air Force Two, I, I wouldn't doubt that he would know. Like when you, if you, let's say you crash in enemy territory. They teach you to misdirect people, mm-hmm. right? So they're going to believe maybe he went this way mm-hmm. when you're over here. I I, so. I do believe, I do believe in as, him being a veteran. I believe it because I mean, no civilian is going to recognize a city from you know however, no. however many Unless thousands. They fly of, over it, yeah, on a daily yeah. or weekly. I mean, basis. and we're talking about Washington, where it's trees, dude. We're talking millions of square miles of thick trees. Yeah, this dude was able to recognize. I think it said Seattle from Puget Sound. So this dude was able to recognize everything from the from the sky, and then had experience, obviously, using a parachute. I mean, this dude does doesn't pick up a parachute on the first day, right? And that's, do this. That's Seattle. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, yep, this is exactly where I need to be, and he jumps and uses it successfully. And I think this guy used his military training to dupe the feds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and that's exactly what I believe. I mean. Th- I mean, if there's a tie to the to the mob or some other type of uh, organized crime or something, I, I don't see it. 
because I mean that's very high profile to get two hundred thousand yeah to pay off somebody. Yeah. But it's not though, you know. The like, feds were involved. Yeah, I mean you just you just literally committed an, you know an act of air piracy. You just extorted an airliner business out of two hundred thousand. I guess I mean you're that's saying that's a million and a half or one point two million, <laughs> yeah, right? Just, huh? That's one point two million, uh, roughly. Yeah. I keep thinking it is two hundred thousand when it's really one point something million. I mean, yeah, There's have, not a lot I wouldn't do for that. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. You got fifty years of inflation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would chuck a throwing star at you right now for one and a half million dollars. Wow. I would let you if I get a cut. Yeah, exactly. You'd live. You know. I don't know. I mean, how to don't throw, throw it hard. I mean, right. you know, you're not trying to kill me, Noah. God. <laughs> What's wrong if with he you? does kill you, he gets to keep your I cut. I get to keep it all. Oh, it's like the Simple Plan movie. We kill each other for the money. Oh, yeah. Four of us. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> this game sucks. No, it's interesting, though. I, he's one of those things that he's a story that's been around for so long, and people just theorize about mm -hmm. it. It's, it's really cool, but there's never going to be an answer. I don't think, I mean, unless someone finally digs through their old grandpa stuff and sees, like, right. this is the duffel bag. Okay, this is this is the airline ticket that he yeah. got on it. This is a notebook with the plans. But he would be an out. idiot to have saved all that. Not necessarily. I mean, you just committed the only unsolved case of air piracy in the history of ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's across the globe. And you managed to pull this off in '71, and you've got to escape justice the whole time, dude. That those are those yeah, I, those I are memories. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good I mean, memories. He got a scrapbook. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I am the captain now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> could, could, could you imagine? I mean, because like, say you got a family member you could trust, and like, hey, I'm DB Cooper. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're not. And then you see Bet. the plans. You see, here's the duffel bag. Here's my airline ticket. Right. This is everything you could possibly need in '71 to prove that I was DB Cooper, and that would just be mind blowing. Right. I think a guy would keep that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's good memorabilia, and it'll be worth money down the road, too. Yeah. Not I mean, that he cares about that. Not but. now. I mean, but, yeah, could you imagine? Because, I mean, you go to your garage, and, like you say, you got, like, a little hidey hole, and every once in a while, to remember that thrill. Right. You go in there, and you get that stash like a serial killer. At, yeah, it's like Mr. Brooks. <laughs> right. Yes, that's yeah. such a great movie. Ted Bundy. But Part but, of it, too, if it was ego, it's like you want your grand, great-grandkids to hold on to the box. One day, tell the newspaper mm -hmm. who your granddaddy was. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, to some point, I mean that's I mean that's impressive. It is impressive. I mean, I'm not saying that you know you should go out and extort an airliner for 1.2 million. No, if you did that now, you'd be shot on sight, dude. Yeah, they're not oh, messing yeah. around. You'd be killed instantly. Yeah, because now you're a domestic terrorist, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, thanks yeah. a lot, Al Qaeda. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, DB Cooper did this great. I mean, kind of the great the great heist, really. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I'm honestly surprised there's not this awesome blockbuster movie about. This. I mean, it's better than National Treasure. <laughs> Really? The movie. Yeah. Whoa. It's it's better. Yeah. National Treasure is a national treasure. <laughs> it's a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be some Nick Cage's best. I'm acting. surprised they haven't made a movie either. Because about him. I mean, you could fill in the blanks. I mean, for like, because ain't like Hollywood's not going to take artistic license with other than anyway. Yeah. So just fill in the blanks with whatever identity you want. Yeah. Keep the key, you know, the core source. And you'd have an awesome movie. You would. Well, Hollywood's more concerned about making sequels and remakes. Nobody would so. go see it. Oh, uh, that's true. Nobody would go see D.B. Cooper. 
I would. Most people don't know who it is. Oh, I'd watch the shit out of it. I would watch oh, yeah. it. That's amazing. My parents, they're hey, not they, going to go I see it. I mean, they did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was, That's true. You know, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, do, so. I do, see, I do kind of agree with Chris on this because Hollywood's like into like franchise movies, something they yeah, can milk the people exactly. for for like a decade and you're just going to keep. Well, that's when you go D.B. Ah. Cooper versus Bigfoot and you keep yeah. making them. D.B. Cooper versus Dracula. <laughs> no, I said I didn't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's make those movies. <laughs> D.B. Cooper, blank check. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you remember that terrible movie? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. But when you were 10 years old, it's an yeah, incredible was, flick. Yeah, that was an yeah. awesome movie. That's he, magic. Remember the fat, the fat guy? He's like, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought his name was Juice. Yes, please. Yes, I... See, yeah, when you're like a 19-year-old kid, I remember when they like promoed that movie. I'm like... I love, yeah. As a kid, I would just imagine, what if I had, he buys the dumbest shit, (laughs) but bouncy house. It was all the same shit you would have bought. Yes. He gets a blank (laughs) check and he makes it out for a million dollars. Yeah. And he buys a castle, bouncy houses, pools, parties, race car track for a million dollars. I believe it. No. I mean, that was mid-90s. Yeah, that's mid-90s. I could buy yeah. that. That, was, that like, house was probably a quarter That looked it. like the yeah. Wayne Manor, though, that yeah. he bought. Like, yeah, I would say probably, like, I mean, I mean, he was a typical 90s boy. I mean, yeah. if you were a 90s kid, if you were, like, 1994, I mean, he did buy everything that any of us sitting here would have bought. That was an awesome movie back then. I think he's he's arguing that you couldn't have bought all that stuff. Yeah, you I couldn't, couldn't have bought it for a million. million. I do yeah. agree. For a million bucks, that would be a little it, far-fetched. It looked like Wayne Manor. He had, like, the whole estate I mean, property. It is a Disney movie. I would put the house at 250 to 500 depending on what city it was in yeah but new york, i think it was new york no oh. no, 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 no it was either it was, that or miami i think it was, it was like was, a more rural town yeah, i it, thought it was just bought like the biggest town in the no, entire it was, city it was miami because the mob the guy worked for the miami mob I'm pretty sure are you confusing this with the punisher now i might be <laughs> i might be you know I, I will agree but it was a disney flick and there's nothing true about disney you have to suspend disbelief yeah you do you know I'm just saying now, if you go back and watch the movie, it's just cheesy. It, it does, yeah, it does it's not hold really up. bad. It is know? a 90s movie. Right. It's made for kids. You, oh, totally I don't is. expect much out of that, but as a kid, I loved it. I bet, I see, I could show that movie to like my eight and six year old. Yeah. And they'd be like, I wouldn't buy that. No. A uh, like, blank check was filmed in and based in Austin and Dallas, Texas. Okay. Oh. So Southern. So okay. yeah, he is not touching a mansion in Dallas for. 250k. No, it's that's not be, happening. It's going to be at least a million. <laughs> but I'm willing to bet it's probably on the outskirts because it was a pretty. Oh, yeah. rural. I don't it think they really fact checked their price housing market prices I mean, when they made that movie. Not, I would <laughs> it was a Disney original. I mean, he made yeah. he made like a Rascals go kart track and oh, everything. Yeah. Like yeah. that had to be at least half a mil for that. No, you don't think what? the whole? I don't know. No. It's not like, like he has to insure. He had like, basketball courts like. Bouncy house. He had like a whole entertainment area in his backyard. This probably all came with the house. Yeah, might maybe. Have. I don't know. know. It is Disney. Yeah. Disney just assumes that it's all there. Not to mention all the whores and coke the kid bought. Yeah, I mean, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like you know I said, all the same things we right. would have all bought. You know what kids' movie still holds up? That's amazing. Is the Sandlot. Well, that's timeless. I absolutely love the that's Sandlot. Timeless. I don't know why we're talking about movies. Anyway, anyway, because anyway. we got talking about the money. Yeah, B- what D.B. Cooper. Cooper would do. What would D.B. Cooper buy? Let's a think new about identity. this. Argentinian new identity. Argentinian hookers. He steals who? Hookers. Oh. He steals $200,000, and the identity is $198,000. <laughs> <laughs> I, I barely broke even. The plane was 2000 <laughs> This was not worth it. <laughs> He's going to the mob like, can you like write this off and pay me back? Cause I <laughs> it's like that, that, yeah. that Russell, uh, uh, what's his name? Wow. 
Russell Brand? No. Kurt Russell? No. The the, the Russell Crowe. Gladiator. Yeah, Russell Crowe movie. Uh, the next three days. Oh yeah. Where he yeah yeah he has to break his wife out of prison and stuff. Mm. And it's like he's got to get all this money saved up for his plans, and then it's like ah oh, shit this fake ID that I tried to buy. <laughs> I gave this guy $10,000 for it, and then he just beat the shit out of me and took the rest of my money. <laughs> right. Or he, he owes the mob two hundred grand. He steals the two hundred grand, but he spent more money than he made <laughs> using their credit card, so they kill him anyway. I'm $200 short. That's what happened to D.B. Cooper. Did, did you see the new uh, uh, Breaking Bad movie, El Camino? I haven't, no. No? I, oh, you need I to read, watch it. I read Have you seen it? The synopsis. Watch it. Really? Is yeah, it good? it's really good. I was going to make a joke, All but right. you haven't seen it, so I won't. I just want to leave you guys with this piece of wisdom that I received. There's a rainbow on it. I'm not convinced. It's from a Chinese company on Amazon that I buy USB drives for weddings, and they always throw these little tidbits in with the worst grammar or spelling possible. Naturally. Understand that I'd be weeping with sadness. Sadness? Sadness. I have to, I have to. Oh, wow. Sadness. No, that's exactly how it's written. <laughs> sadness. Sadness. I'm a little... That is worse than sadness. Why would you put that in a wedding package? I, I don't know. <laughs> and, okay, I have so many questions. Okay, no, the grammar aside, so there's a rainbow between two clouds, and there's, like, rainbow rain falling onto the rainbow. Okay, you have to look at that because I. Oh, I've sadness. seen it. Oh, you've I've seen, seen it. it. Yeah. Oh, it there's, I have a lot rainbow of rainbow rain on well, the rainbow. DB Cooper short episode. Um, I'm sure maybe in the future we'll go way more into theories and stuff. Yeah, there's there's a few theories, but I mean there's yeah. just, but most of them just don't hold up that well. Right. But because um, there's just not enough evidence. It's, it's all a theory. That's all it yeah. is. There's no evidence. There's no proof. I I like I said I to just put my final synopsis i i to back it up i would have to say you know military vet uses his training to dupe everybody and successfully gets away like i think he was successful he got away he left a little you know you know some cash to kind of throw him off and hold him there in the woods and make him how much does it sound like the joker though i i think i think he's successful and i think he's he was living it up for 30 years 40 years doesn't it sound like something the joker would do though I think it would be and someone who... On the way down, he's throwing the money out because he just doesn't care about the money. And then 20 years later, he just shows back right. up. Right. Yeah. It's the Joker. <laughs> it's the Joker. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> but that's what I think. That's what I think D.B. Cooper is. I think he I think he was successful and he lived it up and had I'm a sure good life. I'm sure he did. And, yep. You know, kudos to him. Yeah. I'm sure he lived it up, man. I, I or, can't hate the guy. I mean, he, he didn't got, hurt anybody. He didn't hurt anybody. I mean, he, I'm probably sure where he landed, he probably hurt a couple... Of his own bones, but yeah, I can't yeah. imagine falling into the redwoods of the northwest. Yeah, was no. painless. He had to smack a tree, especially or the redwoods. I mean, yeah, I mean those his parachute. Two hundred feet tall. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because I think that's where exact where he landed was like somewhere around the redwoods. His parachute could have got stuck so far up in a tree that they never would have found him anyway because those trees are so thick, dude. They could have helicopter parties and never find him. Yeah, but the bones would have fallen out eventually. That's yeah. true. It's a seventy-one parachute. That's true. You got me there. I mean, I start seeing Mountain bones lions right out of trees. Yeah. <laughs> Animals will grab the bones and carry just, them away. It's just a giant bald eagle nest now. Now we're just arguing <laughs> made out of bones. America. <laughs> he got taken in by a big bald eagle, thinking it's his baby. Yeah. It's like feeding him worms. He's like, this is not how I imagine my life. Right. I can't leave here because both my femurs are snapped in half. It's like misery. Yeah. Oh, with an eagle. With an eagle. Yeah. 
I'm a big fan. It's like a, a mix of, of Misery and that uh, Chris Farley movie. Yeah, come get me, you damn bird. Come get me, you damn bird. I only needed the shell. So, well, what do you guys think? I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think he was a military vet, and I think yeah. he, he probably planned it out until he found the, the perfect flight, and... He went for it and got away clean. I think this is one of the only episodes where all of us actually agree on one theory. Yeah. I, I honestly, that's the most, that makes the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, because there's the I just want to know what his motive theory. was, other than just maybe I'm just going to steal the money. I think and the money. Blow, man. Have fun, yeah. I do think, because I mean, you know, I do think, I mean, I think that would be the only motive. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Unless I don't, somebody was like, you need to go steal money now. Holding a gun to his head. Oh, well, I mean, maybe. I mean, but, once, but once he's on the plane, they don't. But they didn't have a gun to his yeah, head. Yeah, I mean, if he uh, was forced he was to do it, if he was forced to do it, it wouldn't be as planned and perfect either. He would be nervous and mess things like this up. This guy yeah. was. You know? If it was someone else's plan, yeah, something would have went wrong. DB Cooper doesn't seem like a bitch that would no. take orders from See, somebody that's else. The thing is, like with the witnesses, I know we're getting a little into it again, but the witnesses described him as being very calm and collected. Yeah. Like, this dude had Military. it together. Yeah. And I think he had absolute confidence in his plan. And he doesn't mm-hmm. seem like the kind of guy that's going to get pushed around, like, I owe you money, so suck it. I don't well, care. I mean, that's the thing. Let's say, like, someone did have, like, a gun to his head, and he was like, okay, you're going to do this, and he jumps. Now he's alone in the woods with 200K, right? right. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Runs. You're you know? out of the country before yeah. they even catch you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, what I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, he's gone. All I know is the US government muffed this one up. I don't think they really had a lot to go on. Nah, they yeah. didn't. That's the, the problem. 70s. The FBI I, I think guys, if that happened today, they'd have found him. Oh, they would have they would have stopped him before he got on the plane nowadays. Yeah, pretty sure. I mean, cuz nowadays you get like a guy up in the plane and he's got people hostage. I mean, they're talking yeah. about shooting that thing down. Well, you're going to shoot they're going to have somebody in the plane shooting before he does Because they got the air marshals. Right. I, I feel like a, pl- a pilot would would just crash the plane. <laughs> like I really do. Like yeah. I mean, find find somewhere to land it and just crash. Well, it. now the pilots yeah. carry and, guns. Yeah. So I mean, the pilot right. just walks out. Hey, that, that's fine <laughs> with me. Done. They should be able to carry them. Honestly. So, so I mean, yeah. I mean, now between the air marshals and the pilots, the yeah. checkers right. in America don't have a chance. Good. Because <laughs> now, and let's say, because I mean, because some of the pilots do opt not to carry. Yeah. But it's like. You know, now you know they'll they'll you know they'll you know scurry up fighters to talk about shooting them down or something. You know, so yeah, I mean, seventy one. I mean, this guy didn't leave really any evidence behind, and and everything he did leave behind, I think, was just just like you said, misdirection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, That's what well, it sounds like. Here's his clothes and here's all this money. Uh, okay. He buys like a Halloween store skeleton and hangs it on a tree. <laughs> That's, <laughs> no. him. That's him. That's hey, him. That's him. Cooper, he's dead. Case <laughs> solved. We're going to cut him down. a day ago. Should we DNA test those skeleton? No, it's him. He's 100%. He's Paul got like a D.B. Cooper name tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck to his ribs. A fake wig. <laughs> Some hitchhiker's like, are you guys Keystone cops? Is this, yeah. a, is this a joke? Right. I'm on candy camera. Oh, my gosh. Well, good job, DB. Hey, I know you're probably dead by now, but... No, he's definitely listening. Congrats on that, man. Yeah. I got to give it to you. That was smooth. Yeah. You know? Good job. Good job, DB. Awkward silence. Yep. Nobody has anything uh, else to I, say. I think, I think we've hit everything. We've hit everything. Most All right. Of well, we're going to end it then. Thanks for listening. You guys have a good week. Don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>